Welcome to Understanding the Law Radio, your business success and legal information station. And now, your host, Peter Lamont. Hi, and thanks for joining me for another episode of UTL Radio. I'm joined by my co-host, Brendan. How you doing? I'm doing quite well. How are you? Good. I'm also good. Well, you know, there's so much going on in this world right now. That's an understatement. It, it, the, the political climate... Very rocky at the moment. Very rough. Very it's, crazy. It's like heat miser and snow, snow miser. miser. That's right. Nobody's getting along. And even worse, nobody's singing. I feel like if the presidential debates were, you know, musical numbers, that would have my attention. That's that's very interesting because you know what we're going to talk about today is music. Would you look at that? Music and how Donald Trump has managed to annoy and I'm, I'm going to just, we're going to, no politics here. Mm-hmm. We're going to just say it as politely as we can. Spitting out the facts, as yes. some people say to musicians. He has managed to annoy many people. But some of them have taken it a step further and have either sued him oh. or Filed sent him. Copyright? Sent him, yes, yeah, sent him a nice copyright notice. And, and these people are. Say it. Who is it? Musicians. Musicians. Sure, you've heard of them. That's right. So you talk about about musical numbers. Mm-hmm. Well, Trump did, in fact, have lots of musical numbers. He just took the music from somebody else without asking them if he could use it, and that's never good. Got himself into trouble. Well, yeah, look, it's always going to get you into trouble. Let's talk about that real quick for a second. You know, you you just can't take somebody's music, no matter who you are. No matter who you are, right? President, chic. Yeah, not nobody. The Pope, can't, Pope can't get away Pope? with it. No, no, nope, not popular. <laughs> so nobody can take a musician's art. Uh, you know, copyright. Just so you know, it doesn't have to be something that you file with a copyright office. Once you create it, and if it's something that's copyrightable, mm-hmm. like a song, mm-hmm. well, guess what? Nobody can use it. That's right, and it's not even you know. Because you're a specific person, it's not targeted at any specific people. It's just a fact that it's their music and you just can't use it. Right. You need permission. And, and you know, right. what's the big deal? You would think that Donald Trump would have his people reach out to some other people and say, hey, Neil Young, can I use your song? Mm-hmm. Right. But I have a feeling that Donald Trump was probably afraid that Neil Young would say, are you crazy? So he just used it anyway. Yeah. So bottom line here is that we're going to talk about the music that Donald Trump has used. And this also provides some very, very, I think, rich insight into what his musical tastes are. I mean, yeah, just right here. Like, who does he rock out to? <laughs> right? Is he, more, right. is he more of a send in the clowns kind of guy? Or <laughs> Not sure I know anybody that can rock out to that. I don't think so either. No. Okay, so let's start. All right, let's, let's get going. Let's talk about... It's funny, you said uh, Neil Young, right? Let's talk about Neil Young. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the songs Rockin' in the Free World and Devil's Sidewalk were used by Trump, and Neil Young was not happy about it. Trump used Neil Young's songs Rockin' in the Free World and Devil's Sidewalk, and Neil Young was not happy about that at all. He has uh, shared his opinion often that he doesn't want people using his music at Trump's campaign events. Well, you know, I, I have a feeling based upon what I've seen about Neil Young, that Neil Young and Donald Trump 
are not going to be sharing Thanksgiving dinner together this year. I would assume not. But, you know, here's a, a case where, you know, he didn't, Trump didn't ask. And, and again, this is not picking on Trump. This could be somebody that is creating a YouTube video mm-hmm. and doesn't ask somebody's permission. And then they're going to get one of those, you know, takedown notices or you, know, you can't monetize this video, but it can go way beyond that. So this information is applicable to everybody. You just don't have to be Donald Trump. You could be anybody. You could be Mr. Pump. You could be, you know, Donald Duck. It doesn't make a difference. <laughs> That's right. You you just need permission. So the deal with, with Neil Young is, you know, Rockin' in the Free World was played when uh, Trump first announced his candidacy in 2015, back when the world was a way different place. Mm-hmm. And then... Later on, he was playing Rockin' in the Free World and Devil's Sidewalk um, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, again, you know, during his campaign. Um, And Neil Young, this is how much Neil Young doesn't like Donald Trump. You know how much? How much? Well, a heck of a lot of money, much. He actually filed a lawsuit it's reported that he filed a lawsuit for breach of copyright infringement Mm -hmm. uh, or for copyright infringement i should say in the u.s district court in new york and was seeking one hundred and fifty thousand dollars per infringing use wow that's a a whole lot of money i agree that they're not going to be sharing thanksgiving dinner they're not and um you know this is just I, i assume for donald trump par for the course because there's reports of so many lawsuits being filed against him but Here's an example. Neil Young does not want Donald Trump to rock in the free world, even if Neil Young himself is free to rock in the free world. That's right. Because it's his song. You've got to ask permission. Mm -hmm. Right. Got to ask permission. Now, you know, you might be thinking to yourself, and you're not as old as I am, but you might be thinking to yourself, what the heck is going on in the world? It feels like it's the end of the world as we know it. And you would be right and you'd also be right in saying that Donald Trump stole that song. Did he really? He did. The R.E.M. song. It's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel fine. I don't feel fine in the end of the world as we yeah, know I, it. Yeah, I also don't feel fine right about now. But, I feel the opposite of fine. Yes, I, I, which is? Not fine. Not fine. Right. Um, so <laughs> R.E.M., which which broke up, they disbanded. So they're a defunct right. rock rock band. Um they have been fighting with Donald Trump for years because going back into in, into 2015, mm-hmm. um, I remember him blasting. I, I guess it was the lead singer. I think his name is Michael Stipe. He, he went nuts over the fact that Trump was using It's the End of the World as We Know It um, at Trump's rallies. And uh, if I recall, now we know that Trump likes Twitter. That's right. Loves Twitter. Yes, right? we hear lots of lots and lots of Trump Twitter stories. Well, uh, a, a reportedly, Michael Stipe actually tweeted, "Go f yourselves, the lot of you, you sad, attention grabbing, power hungry little men. Do not use our music or my voice for your moronic charade of a campaign." Wow, that's uh, certainly stating his side there. Yes, he was very, very blunt. Yeah, I don't think he could have been any more direct with that. You don't think that's misinterpretable? No. 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 I think it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. So um, then, four years later, another member of the defunct REM mm-hmm. 
um, saw a pro-Trump video which featured another REM song, Everybody Hurts, as background music, and he didn't like that either. Then Trump went so far as to use Losing My Religion in a re-election event in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. As and, well as uh, Everybody Hurts, I believe. Yep, and, and then Mills went on Twitter because that's how you get in touch with Donald Trump. And he was a little bit nicer about it. He says that the band didn't condone the use of their music uh, by this fraud and con man. Well, much nicer much than, the nicer, other, than the previous tweet. Right? And that they were exploring legal avenues to pre- uh, prevent further use of REM music. But they didn't actually file anything, mm-hmm. at least not as of right now that I'm aware of. But right. they're unhappy. Well, I mean, their music was used. It's the end of the world as we know it. Yeah. I don't feel fine. You don't feel fine. Neither did R.E.M. Neither did R.E.M. Very upsetting for them. Or after they broke up, they're just R, E, M, separate parties. You know what I don't understand, though? Why would anybody choose for a re-election campaign, it's the end of the world as you know it? That's a really interesting uh, song Why pick that song? I can go back to Neil Young for a minute. I understand rocking in the free world, Mm -hmm. right? Everybody wants to rock in the free world, and you're going to rock with Donald Trump in the free world, but... The end of the world is not something to uh, advertise. (laughs) No, or losing (laughs) my religion. you want to become president, right. Right? Right? Donald Trump, what do you stand for? Well, I'm losing my religion. I... It's the end of the world. And I've brought upon the end of the world, as you know it. I, I don't I don't know. I don't understand that. Those not are the best not, choices of music there. Those are not the songs I would ever pick. Right. I don't think I would choose those either. Ever. I mean, all right, at the end of this, we're gonna we're gonna replace the songs that he's chosen with songs that we think would be better. Are we really? The devil went down to Georgia would be better than losing my religion or it's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Right, that, because I mean, that's true. What if, what if a candidate, any candidate, went down to Georgia for a campaign and they played "The Devil Went Down to Georgia"? That would be great. Although they would be, would they imply that they are the devil? I don't know. I just think it would it's be like fun. Saying danger zone, right into no, 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 the don't do that. Danger zone, like you know, you don't want to be in the danger zone when you're the president. No, like, I, I think the information here, that the main takeaway, is that. If you're running for president, choose your songs very carefully. Think about what it implies. Okay, well, well, let's look at this. So, so Neil Young, aside from rocking in the free world, Devil's Sidewalk. Why would you pick Devil's Sidewalk? Yeah, really. <laughs> come, come and walk on my sidewalk with me. Exactly. It's the Devil's Sidewalk. Some weird and, choices. And then we've got the end of the world, and then we've got losing my religion, and then how about Aerosmith? Aerosmith, he used living on the edge. Really? These are did not he, did he good. Really? These are not good choices. No, <laughs> these are kind of the last song titles I would ever choose for my campaign. So back in 2015, he used "Dream On" and "Living on the Edge," and Steven Tyler uh, sent a cease and desist letter and told him to stop playing "Dream On" at campaign events. Um, and and it was a lawyer lawyer written letter with, mm-hmm. um, you know, what I I interpret as very strong language. And then of course, Trump went on Twitter and, and said that uh, Steven Tyler got more publicity on his song request than he's gotten in 10 years. Um, wow. Then three years later, uh, Tyler and the, the Aerosmith lawyer team had to write another letter because he was using Living on the Edge and it was being played at, at rallies. And, you know, uh, again, they were citing willful infringement. and mm-hmm. But again, not a, not a lawsuit, just a cease and desist. But... The choice of music, living on the edge. Do, do you want 
You want a president that's living on the edge? No. No, you, you don't want a president living on the edge. No. Uh, here's another one I find interesting. The Rolling Stones. You can't always get what you want. Uh, what? What is that implying? That we're we're not going to get what we want if we vote for you? Like, you know what I mean? Or Donald Trump's not going to get what he wants? Yeah, I'm I'm not too sure. But again, terrible choice. Right. They sent a cease and desist letter out. This is back in 2015 and 2016. He also used "Start Me Up," mm-hmm. right? And and I think that there's continued threats of possible legal action. Right. So, you know, the Rolling Stones again, poor choice, or. I mean, all right, he's he's also, he's hit on Adele. And I don't mean hit on Adele in <laughs> that sense of the word. I feel like that would be a trending story. That would that be happened. a problem, yes. Yeah, that would be a very bad thing. But he did use Rolling in the Deep. Did he really? No, cool song. But again, why? how does it fit into his campaign message? So this was in 2016. Mm-hmm. He used Rolling in the Deep in Skyfall at Trump events. And she, of course... Um, publicly condemned the use she didn't even send a letter she just right you know now said no now now here's so adele not not so i mean i don't understand the choice of song but i guess background music or whatever but maybe you know at this point if i was trump i probably would have just started making my own music you know and he could have he, he probably could have but instead like he, he, he he used other people's like elton john when he used tiny dancer did he really what, what is that saying to people <laughs> What is what is that saying? Well, I mean, again, no political sides here. We are not picking sides. We are not saying anything. There is a common thing that people make fun of Trump about, about having uh, small hands and the like. And I don't think Tiny Dancer is necessarily the best song to play. But he also used Rocket Man. So yeah, it's a conflicting point, message. Yeah, at this point, I'm not really sure. So, uh, you know, Elton John didn't take kindly to that. But Elton John, he didn't file a lawsuit. He just publicly condemned Trump mm-hmm. as well. Now, here's one that I can, I, can, I can get, I can understand, Queen, and we are the champions. All right. Yeah, there you go. That's a, you know, one point for Trump here, you know, 27 to 1, I think, keeping score. So Brian May of Queen was, was out of his mind mad when we are the champions was used when donald trump went into the national the republican national convention in 2016 mm-hmm. um he brian may said that neither queen no, i'm sorry neither trump nor the republican national convention had permission or authorization to play the song right um and then the other surviving members also chimed in and said if it continues there's going to be possible mm-hmm legal action but at least okay we are the champions everybody uses that you know it's it's yeah, probably way yeah. overplayed at this time but I, all right i get that i one. get so, the point i get not why terrible. you'd play it then george harrison now he's dead but the estate issued public condemnation in 2016 when trump used here comes the sun mm-hmm. again i can kind of wrap my head around that right like he's saying yeah, like he's you know the... you, we're in the dark and and here comes the sun here i am all right got it got it that one right? makes sense makes more sense sun sun here i am you know mm-hmm. get that okay all right then he goes and he angers d snyder does he d snyder of twisted sister 
Mm-hmm. D. Snyder's a pretty decent guy. I like D. Snyder, right? You know, yeah. I like his music, and mm-hmm. it was pretty cool back in the in the eighties. I remember being a big Twisted Sister fan. Right. What are you going to do with your life? You know, well, I'm going to rock. You're going to make a podcast. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm going to do. So, um, D. Snyder got very upset because uh, Trump in 2017 started playing. We're not going to take it, but Snyder politely asked Donald to stop. Did he? Not a big public condemnation um, because they're friends. They are friends. So, well, reportedly, D. Snyder and Donald Trump are friends. And so he just basically say, said, you know, hey, Donald. Hey, Donald. You stop <laughs> using my song. Okay? Hey, Donald. And, and you know. Nah, that was that. Was that. And, then, and then Trump said, yeah, of course. Of course. Only if you put the wig back on and spin around like in the music video. And if you haven't watched the music video, you got to search it up. All right, so he didn't stop there. He didn't stop at at the older generation of music, right? Because right. so far, all those bands, with the exception like of maybe art. He just looked up popular music and right. clicked on a playlist and just picked and chose. Well, okay. Well, I wonder, is, is this all on his, his playlist? Because then he swings around into, uh, into being very, very happy. Does he? How yes. happy? Well, Pharrell Williams happy. He used the song happy in 2018. And of course, Pharrell was unhappy <laughs> and sent a cease and desist letter and threatened legal action if he didn't stop. So mm. it's really hard to make the singer of happy unhappy, but somehow Donald Trump managed to do it. Wow. And that then is, uh, very interesting. It, it is. And then, you know, of, of course, we want fairness for artists and, and musicians and, and we don't want people to use their music when they're not supposed to but that's right donald trump just did not want to stop the music don't stop the music he said right and then used rihanna's song don't stop the music which mm-hmm. of course she wanted him to stop using the music very very confusing <laughs> but ultimately in 2018 she hired lawyers to send a cease and desist letter to uh, stop the music to stop the music so so isn't that like, you know, an ambiguous message? Hey, don't stop the music, but Donald, stop the music. But which one? I I don't understand it. You want me to stop the music or you don't want me to stop the music? I'm pretty sure in this case she did want the music to stop. And he did stop the music even though she said don't stop the music. I can understand his confusion. All right, all right. But Riri, you told me don't stop the music. And now you're telling me. Who's who's Riri? Rihanna. Rihanna? Are you are you on that first First name basis well, there, that's, nickname? That's just the thing. Does she call it's you just Pete? The, it's just the thing. It's just the thing? Yeah. I, how, how come I've never heard of this thing? Because I, you're just not hip. You're not as hip as I am, I apparently. Guess, I guess I'm not. I guess so, I'm not. I'm not on a first name, nickname basis with Rihanna. God, that's the way it is. The way it is. All right. It's the uh, pros of being a podcast yeah. uh, host. So what happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just know things. Calls fly in from Rihanna. You know. That's right. That's right. I got Madonna. She's on hold. She's gonna have to wait. I'm not special done. guest. Just I'm not tuned. done because because Trump didn't use Madonna's song. He like, did not like a virgin or anything like that. He didn't use those. No. Nope. But he did use Nickelbacks. Did he? So you know, by the way, Nickelback. You know that song "Photograph." That's yes. what he used. Yes. I don't know why, but Nickelback gets a lot of hate. Yeah, I, I noticed that. You know, there's a they've become kind of a a meme, an internet right. joke over the years. And they've just been trashed on. And as a matter of fact, the photograph song has a moment where he says, look at this photograph, and he holds it out. And that video has been taken and edited and re-uploaded 
thousands of times as different jokes. Some of them have him saying, look at this graph, holding a graph, all kinds of things. So, you know, I'm not really sure why they're getting so much hate, but they, they totally do. You know, I really, and you know what, going back to, to the eighties, um, winger, mm-hmm. winger got a lot of hate too, because I don't, I don't, I don't really know why. I mean, I know what they said about Kip winger and you know, that they were just a sellout. They were no good. They were, but I feel like winger and Nickelback, they're on the same track of, of getting that hate. Now, Donald Trump didn't hate Nickelback. Because he, he must have liked him a lot. Well, I think that that you know Donald Trump likes to get his nickels back, and I think that's part of the issue. <laughs> so, um, but he used the song "Photograph," mm-hmm. and they weren't happy about it, and they sent a uh, a DMCA claim in. So, right, it's one of the Digital Millennium Copyright Act claims to have this video that he used the song in um, removed. Well, good news for Nickelback. Reportedly, after they took down the song from Twitter, they got a bump in sales of the song. So so they got their nickels back. They got their nickels back. You know, this one was interesting because it was really just tw- uh, Trump. I don't know what I was saying. Trump. <laughs> Trump. All right. Here, this is where I'm getting tongue tied. Retweeted. Trump retweeted an edited version of the music video for Photograph, which included a doctored pic of, of Uncle Joe Biden meeting with a ukrainian businessman uncle that, joe biden uncle joe biden like just like where'd Riri. You, just you like get Riri. The uncle f- i don't know man you're leaving me out of the he, loop he looks like an uncle so you know he he stole it from nickelback and and they did indeed get their nickels back good yeah. ending well you know what sometimes in in politics you you think of yourself as as royalty oh really as a king that's right as a queen they well george washington didn't want that but you know some of them do. Some, of them, some do. of them want to be a prince. Some of them. Some of them just want to steal prince's music, like like Purple you know, Rain. Should have saw that one coming. I really should have. Yeah. Well, uh, unfortunately, you know, Prince obviously passed away, but his estate had to issue a public condemnation because in 2018, Trump uh, used for the campaign um, Purple Rain. Ah, so I guess copyright infringement is on the forecast for today. They they warned him. They warned Trump in 2018, reportedly, to never use the song again. It was part of a, a rally, a soundtrack of a rally for Trump. All right. Uh, and he swore he wouldn't. And then later that year, he did. He did. Ah, well. I mean, they didn't. They didn't uh, <laughs> come after him. But 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 again, Purple Rain. What's? There, I feel like there's no connection there. Not good. Not bad. Just you know. There's definitely some better song choices he could have made. Right. And, and there's definitely some better actions he could have taken, like reaching out to the musicians and getting their... Uh, permission, that's yeah, all it was. Exactly. But like I said, I'm sure that most of these these musicians would have said no, um, you know, because then they're associated with Trump and a lot of right. these, these people, you know, they, they probably had opposing views. They probably were not... I mean, not to generalize, but there's a lot of actors, actresses, musicians who are, are more on the liberal democratic side than there are Republican. And, and so I think a lot of artists are, even if it's not a political thing, a lot of artists are just hesitant to, um, tie themselves down to one ex- person. Exactly. Now, another thing is say you were to do, you know, either side here, no politics again, but if you were to tie your music down to someone well known, and then it turns out years later, 
they did something you know wrong terrible yeah it would your music would forever be tied to them and so you know i think that's another thing that people don't want it is i mean and then you know then you've got bands like rat who just don't care that they're now associated with the geico commercial you know the, the commercial where the lady's like we just bought this new house but we have a rat problem never seen that oh my come on i've it, never seen that geico commercial it's it's amazing there's like 50 a day i i like 80s hair bands i like 80s metal so you know, whatever, but I see this commercial and I, I like rat. I used to like them, you know, when I was younger, they're <laughs> awesome. So, so far we've been through quite a few songs. Most of them, I don't think have any real connection to what Trump's message was. And I would never have chosen them, but you know, I guess sometimes when you want people to get on board your train, you know, you, you, you make mistakes in your music choices. Sometimes you might even say they're a little crazy. Up on board my crazy train. All aboard. All aboard. That's right. And and Donald Trump jumped on Ozzy Osbourne's crazy train. But Ozzy Osbourne was not happy with that. I, Ozzy Osbourne wasn't on the train either. Mm-hmm. But, but he and Sharon Osbourne were quite unhappy in 2019 when Trump retweeted a video mocking Democrats that used the um, Ozzy Osbourne hit. Right. crazy train mm-hmm. now they just you know made the public statement and and were unhappy um they didn't sue him or anything it was just a public condemnation but again it takes a lot i think to anger ozzy because if you remember back to the osborne's television show half the time ozzy osborne didn't know where he was or yeah, that he I've, had children i've seen that show and i could agree with you on that sharon i mean he didn't know what was going on so you know, this must have really, really just shook him to the core. Shook him to the core. I bet you it made him bark at the moon how upset he was really? by the use of really? Crazy Train. I can't believe this. No, well, I'm sure that's what happened. I'm sure that's what yeah, happened. Yeah, I'm sure. Fortunately, he did not look for a suicide solution. Instead, he and Sharon simply issued a public condemnation. You know what else he didn't do? What? He didn't panic. At the disco. I don't think Ozzy Osbourne ever went to the disco. Well, that's beyond the point. Uh, but Trump did steal Panic at the Disco's song, High Hopes, when he uh, used it at an event, and they were not happy. Were they? Well, no. No, they, they were low hopes. They, well, they had high hopes that he wouldn't use their song, apparently, because... They went on to to say in a public condemnation, dear Trump campaign, mm-hmm. F you. Oh, you're not invited. Mm-hmm. Stop playing my song. Oh, that's very direct. Again, I don't think they had a lawyer draft that statement for them. I have a feeling that they issued that statement on their own. Yeah, I agree with that. But all right. High hopes. I get it. Um, I'm good with high hopes. I understand the reason to use it. You've got high hopes in me, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they also went into Leonard Cohen's music library and pulled Hallelujah and, um, played a cover version of that song during Trump's or following Trump's acceptance speech at the Republican National Convention. So again, a weird choice, kind of get it made a public condemnation, and then threatened possible legal action. 
And then one of the last ones, one of the last ones, you know, you, you walk a, a tightrope, you walk a fine line, you, you walk down the street, you walk on the electric avenue. And when you do, you run the risk of Eddie Grant being very upset. That's right. So uh, 1982 hit Electric Avenue. Eddie had to go get his lawyers and send a few cease and desist letters to the president's campaign uh, because of a video that he, Trump, retweeted, uh, which was an anti-Joe Biden video set to the song. So I guess Trump's going to rock down to Infringement Avenue. Yes, well, fortunately uh, for... For him, it was a cease and desist. I think that they might have moved forward into a lawsuit. Let's hope not for his sake. But you got to wonder, is he really picking these songs out? Or is his campaign doing it? I mean, who who is doing this? Because whoever is doing this should have, A, better choice in music. That's right. Well, I shouldn't say that. Let me take that back. I don't mean better choice in music because these songs are good. Yeah. It just, are, they're not applicable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. right. And have better judgment. Better judgment. Better judgment. Right. And then just ask for permission. So in summary here, A, if you are running for political office and you need to select a song, ask for permission before you use it. And if you're doing anything else not related to public office, you should still ask for permission, mm-hmm. including you guys on YouTube or, you know, making videos for Facebook or Instagram or whatever, get permission. Number two lesson to learn, make sure you choose appropriate song choices for what it is that you're going to be doing. Right. You don't want to be making, you know, a football pump up video while listening to send in the clowns or smooth operator or something like you've got to pick something appropriate. It's appropriate music. Exactly. Right. You don't have love scenes in movies where you're playing some pounding, driving, aggressive music. Mm -hmm. Right. You just don't. So don't do that. Do you happen to have a song choice or two? that you would have used in place of this? Uh, well, I haven't thought about my presidential campaign plan in a while. Uh, but if I remember correctly, I think... Um, I have no idea. I don't have any song choices. So you just would have let them pick whatever. I, yeah, yeah. No, no. I have to have time to think about that. That's not an easy... You know, that's not just a quick... Answer. How about you're the best from Karate Kid? You're the best around. Well, that would be Nothing's good. Nothing's gonna ever take you down. That one. That was great, right? Or win in the end. From win in Teen the Wolf. end is a good one. Yes, that's a good one too. Any I of mean, them, but yeah. but not some of these. Not no, not not a lot. Not of them. Crazy Train. Yeah, no. I wouldn't want my presidential uh, campaign to be thought of as a crazy train. So, so yeah. I mean, that's a takeaway. It know? is a takeaway. All right. Well. Hope you learned something here today. So do I. That's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks for joining us. Please make sure that you tune into our next episode and, and let your friends and family know about the podcast. Make sure you subscribe anywhere that you listen to your podcast. That's going to do it. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Understanding the Law Radio. Make sure you follow Peter on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and stay tuned for future episodes.